0: You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Hey, it's me. We're back. I'm Josiah, the pastor, one of them at Horizons Church. Today, guess who's back on a podcast again? It's my dad! You know, you you guys never
1: asked me to do this. Hey. I did it once, like 12 years ago, Wow! and then that's, I, I never got an invite. I thought, I must have blown that one.
0: I don't even think podcasts have been around for 12 years.
1: Sure, they have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. <laughs>
1: what was the last one I did?
0: We did one on vision, personal oh, vision. Oh, yeah, your that last was words. pretty boring. I mean, I found it helpful and instructive yeah. myself well-received well, well received it was by was folks. That's, I that's mean, why they didn't ask me back. If you say so. That's what you say.
1: <laughs> I do say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas is Christmas. right around the corner, and we love Christmas. It's glorious. The Pitts family loves Christmas. All of America loves Christmas. I think that's beyond dispute at this point. But here's the interesting thing. We've got maybe new folks, or maybe even folks who have been ar- around a while, who may not know why we are drill down on the Christmas season in particular in the form of Advent, which is part of the church calendar. We're very serious about that. We really enjoy that, the whole festive ordeal. So, I thought it'd just be fun to talk to you about that today, uh, sure. for the benefit of our folks and those who might be listening. To get us kicked off here, why don't you just walk us through what Advent is? Like, why? Why okay. even? Why do we use that word even? Because that's a you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a Latin.
1: Yeah, it word, comes from right? a Latin word, Adventus, which actually, if you look in the Septuagint, it's a translation, Latin translation of the Greek. I know you're very fond of the Greek language, uh,
0: the sacred text,
1: Parousia, of which means second coming. It's really talking about the second coming, parousia, the Greek word. But Adventist simply means coming or appearing. So we don't know when it started exactly. We know at least it started being considered when they finally identified Christmas as December the 25th, and that was going to be the celebration of the incarnation. We know at least that was done by 380, I mean, so that's a long time ago, right? Many centuries. Many centuries ago. And I think it was this Council of Sargossa. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but it was in 380 that we first saw Christians talking about celebrating the incarnation around December the 25th. And uh, then right on the heels of that, Christians started feeling like they needed to prepare themselves for the celebration of the Nativity and the celebration of the Incarnation, and uh, we got Advent. Now, nobody knows for sure exactly the day it started or when it started, but we know that by the 5th century, Christians were in full regalia, you know, celebrating, preparing themselves, and using the month of December to prepare themselves to celebrate the coming of Christ, not just the first coming of Christ, in the incarnation, but the second coming of Christ when he comes back to judge the world and rule and reign.
0: Ah, yes. So they're taking that opportunity to say, let's slow down and Mm -hmm. let's really consider what it means that God was among us, Emmanuel, right? right? There's Emmanuel, God with us, that he came down, was born of a virgin, this wonderful mystery. Let's slow down and consider that more deeply and also take time to think about what it'll look like when he comes back again. So, it's kind of this opportunity to slow down and consider all that.
1: Yeah. You know, the early centuries, um, when I'm talking early centuries, when we have writings about Advent, like around the 12th century, you would see that Christians actually spent more time at the beginning of December focusing on the second coming of Christ, preparing themselves Mm. for the second coming of Christ, anticipating the second coming of Christ. And in the last two weeks of December, they spent more time talking about the incarnation. So... We don't do that as much in the 21st century. I'm not sure when that kind of faded out. You know, at our church, we spend that last weekend in December talking about the second coming of Christ. Traditionally, that's when we spend our our message on the second coming. But as early as the 12th century, they were spending a lot more time talking about the second coming.
0: That is interesting, that little flip. Actually, I did not know that. I learned something new just now.
1: I love to to educate you.
0: (laughs) Just as it was in the old days when I was homeschooled. (laughs) So... I do think it's very interesting that we're typically a non-liturgical church, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we have a liturgy because the liturgy is just basically an order of service, you know, it's the work of the people, but we don't do the typical, you know, the liturgies. We're not observing the church calendar necessarily throughout the year actively in our sermons, but we do take the celebration of Advent very seriously as a church. How did you come across Advent personally? Because you had a very kind of mixed background when it came mm-hmm. up to your religious, you know, upbringing, right. so to speak, right? And I mean, yeah. what did you say this past weekend? You're a Baptist Baptomethocostal, yeah. yeah. So, you, you were saved in a Baptist church, Correct. right? Tended there for a while. And then yes. you were at a Pentecostal charismatic mm-hmm. church for a while, right? And they're not very, quote-unquote, liturgical. liturgical.
1: So, how did you? We had liturgy, but we just didn't call it liturgy. Yeah. But right. Uh, yeah. For me, it was a personal journey. I hated christmas as an adult. I I oh, man. I just I am the worst grinch you ever saw. Now, Josiah, you probably didn't notice that when you were a small boy because I tried to put on a happy face, you know, buy the gifts and do the thing, but I literally it killed me. It killed my soul. I it drained the life out of me. I I just saw Nothing but commercialism, I saw. We, we were just surrounded by commercialism, and there was nothing spiritual about it. Right. And I hated it. It just sucked the life out of me. And I joined the Navy as a chaplain, as a reserve chaplain. And I started hanging around these pastors, ministers, chaplains from other denominations, and they started talking about Advent. And I just watched them. You know, I just watched how they did things and I thought, you know, they don't look lifeless. (laughs) 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 The whole month of December, I was going around, you know, wowsy, wowsy, woo-woo, you know, (laughs) sucking on my thumb and bemoaning my station. And uh, I just said, whatever they're doing, I want to look into that. And I started looking into it and I thought, that's something we ought to be doing. Why shouldn't we be doing it? And it is a little bit different especially in 1998, I think was the first year we observed it as a church. It is a little different from churches that call themselves evangelical, for lack of a better word. It's a little bit different for us to push that. But I got to tell you, in the last 20 years, I've seen it blossom or expand. You know, there's all kinds of churches that are observing Advent that aren't traditionally liturgical now.
0: Yeah, I think there's something inside of people that wants that sacredness, that is buried, you know, inherently. I mean, not even buried. I mean, it is part of the Christmas story, but we've kind of buried it underneath all of the trappings of a typical, you know, Mm got to get the gifts and got to run, you know, to 27 different Christmas parties and got to bake all these cookies. We've kind of lost that. And I do think Advent does give us that back.
1: You know, when uh, I started looking into the history of even the Christmas decorations, you know, the things that we put up on our house and we put up on our tree, even yep. the tree itself, I started studying, why did Christians start this? Why did they start observing this particular gift or this particular decoration or this particular ornament? And I thought, there's meaning behind that. I mean, there's meaning behind all of that. Right. And it rescued yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. Personally, it rescued Christmas for me. Mm-hmm. And now, as you well know, I mean, Advent, December is my favorite time of the year, bar none. It is yeah. my favorite month of the year, not just because of what our church does, but because our family, we have family devotions around the Advent candle. And uh, I love the whole process from the time we put up the tree, which is going up this week, you know, (laughs) from that time until we take down the tree, you know, usually around the first week of January, man, I just, I love it. And Advent did that for me. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome.
0: I'm curious because personally, I don't, have a lot of memories of this because you said our first Advent was in 1998. I'd have been five when that happened. So I don't have a lot of memories of when we first began it. It feels like it's always been part of our Christmas celebrations. I'm curious to hear how it went over when you first brought it into Horizons mm-hmm. and what it looked like implementing Because now, I mean, it feels, to me anyway, it feels really natural. It's just like, oh, of course, like we're going to do Advent and it's going to be beautiful right. and amazing. I'm curious because I'm sure there are a lot of folks that, again, you know, maybe they're new to this or maybe they just haven't ever considered it before. And they're thinking, man, this may be a big change for a few of them right. to incorporate in their own family life or in their communities. What did that look like when you were first, you know, making this move? Well, I knew
1: I knew there would be some question marks, you know, and our church was very small back then. I think we, that year of 1998, we average attendance was 118 that mm-hmm. year. So a much different church than then. We were still meeting at the Seventh-day Baptist Church. We were still renting that place. We had two services going on, but I knew that there were going to be some question marks there because most of us that attended that church were either brand new Christians or baptist (laughs) you know, who had a different background, but Baptists don't traditionally observe Advent. Pentecostals don't observe Advent. Methodists usually do, but the folks who came out of those backgrounds were going to Ask questions. So I started at ground zero. <laughs> I yep. started telling the story I just told you that personally I hated Christmas. I went through the motions of it, but yep. it sucked the life out of me. Told that story, and then I started looking and and talking to them about some of the things they did every single year at Christmas time that it had meaning, like the Christmas tree. I told yep. them about how that Christians chose that because it was an evergreen tree and it symbolized eternal life. I told them about how that those. Lights that they put on the tree. Christians, early Christians started putting lights in those candles. You didn't have electric right. light back then. So candles to signify that Jesus is the light of the world. I just went through the whole thing from start to finish about why. And we took three or four weeks to talk about all that stuff. And, you know, since then, I've not had much of an argument. It's almost like every time we start a new campus, it's almost like that campus pastor, sometimes he has to go through some of the same things I did, you know, explaining why we're doing this. Yeah. People think we're smacking them of Catholicism or something, you know. <laughs> they've
0: gone Catholic, yeah, they've finally. Gone Catholic. They've infiltrated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's...
1: they're shocked to find out that not just Catholics observe Advent.
0: <laughs> right. Yes, I was going to say, there's a whole slew of denominations and traditions that have been observing it for, as we observed earlier, millennia now at this point. So, I guess a final question for you. What is your favorite part of Advent personally? Like, favorite component? Like, you know, because we could all say, oh, our favorite part is, you know, how it helps us, you know, reclaim the sacredness, you know, and serve Jesus, which is, that's kind of a given, hopefully. I guess it's a two-in-one question. What is your favorite part of that? And then what would your advice be to maybe a young family that's never done this before and they're thinking about how to incorporate this in their family's celebration I mean, of Christmas? Personally,
1: for me, it's the thing I like about December now is it's a time of spiritual growth for me personally. And that wasn't the case, yeah. you know, 20 years ago. It was a time of spiritual death. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the opposite so, of what it should be. Uh, because I'm going through devotions that have a focus uh, with those Advent devotions that we provide at the church. Right. I love Doing our family devotions that we usually do traditionally in our home on Sunday evening where we sit around the Advent candle or the Advent wreath and we light the candles and we read the scriptures together and we pray together. We sing Christmas carols together and we supply families that if you're listening and you don't go to Horizons, we supply a devotional for families to be able to do that at home. And I love our church services. Yes. Uh, I love getting together with hundreds of Christians and singing those Christmas carols. And I think, wow, you know, Christians have been singing those songs for hundreds and hundreds of years. And they've been celebrating the birth of Christ for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. It just makes you feel like you're part of something much bigger than the moment.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely huge. So if you're a new family
1: and you're new to maybe Christianity and you're maybe, or you're maybe new to Advent, Man, I just encourage you, to get on board with those family devotions. Yeah, I mean, I know husbands and fathers, most of the men I talk to just feel totally unqualified mm-hmm. to do the spiritual leadership in their home. and Because, you know, the wife knows that they're not perfect. <laughs> you know, a shocking reveal right there. <laughs> the wife knows that they aren't perfect. And men feel totally inadequate sometimes, to lead spiritually in their home. And Advent gives them a perfect excuse. Mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And it's, can I say this? It's fairly idiot proof the way we make <laughs> it at our church. You know, yep. we just, hey, you're just, you're saying we're going to do this as a man, as a father, as the husband, um, we're going to do this. And you set aside the time, make sure it's done. And we provide everything for you. You know, here's what you read. Here's, here's, here's the scriptures. Here are the songs you sing. Uh, and here's how you light the candle.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think even more than that too for those who don't have a quote unquote you know may not married single it's a great opportunity to get if you have a community group or any kind of a community you know a group of folks that you're close with it's a great opportunity for you to get together with them and do these right. same things there's unlimited potential for pressing into the advent season and like what you said i mean getting this amazing boost your heart kind of mm-hmm. putting a, a jolt of life back into it and in the midst of the you know the busy commercialized you know all those things that we lament and otherwise winter's kind of
1: sad isn't it it's depressing <laughs> <yes>. otherwise winter's <laughs> kind of sad people you know get uh, that seasonal affective disorder thing going you know but man december can be a really bright spot on your calendar if you
0: observe advent yeah absolutely and i would also second that you know if you're part of our Horizons family or wherever you may be listening that you are involved with being with your church you know like get get physically into the building yeah. on the ser- with the services sing the songs with the other people gathered there listen to the word of God and the story of Jesus's birth and arrival there's nothing that replaces that nothing that replaces that
1: yeah so if you're traditionally part of our online campus december you ought to find a physical campus and literally physically get your butt in the seat and actually participate because it is it's something to be experienced it's not something to be observed yeah
0: absolutely and you got a 100 percent money back guarantee from me Ah. when you do that (laughs) It's nothing because it doesn't cost you anything except your. Well, do you have any final anything else? Final Uh, thoughts for Mark? I don't think so. I want to go hunting. Are we done? He wants to go hunting. To go hunting, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go hunting.
1: I hope I didn't offend anybody. I'm going to go kill a deer today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We will pray for your great success (laughs) in this venture. Yeah. So, well, if you have any questions on Advent or anything else you want to hit on, anything else that you want us to address on this topic or any others, you know where to send those questions, podcast at horizonschurch.net. If you've been helped by this podcast, you want to share it, or you feel so inclined, you can leave us an honest five-star review on the iTunes store it helps us out it's yeah. great and,
1: and don't forget to tell them that you really like it when Quint does a podcast because they won't invite nah. you back for 12 more years
0: <laughs> 12 years since the last podcast um, yes and that, that is message. I've done two podcasts that is I mean hey the man's <laughs> got a point you know just let us know <laughs> alright that does it for us thanks again as always for listening and we'll catch y'all next time